You're listening to Comedy Central. August 7th, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight is an old friend of the show. Rob Corddry is here, everybody. We're going to be talking about his show, HBO show, Ballers, and his new movie, Dog Days. But first, let's catch up on today's headlines. The Ku Klux Klan (laughs) is not the powerhouse organization they once were, but they have a new plan to get back on top. KKK recruiters are trying to lure kids in upstate New York with candy. Clan members have been reported meeting children as they make their way to the bus in the morning. Apparently they're handing out bags of flyers and Snickers candy bars. Oh man. (laughs) Now parents have to be extra worried if their kid comes home with candy. Parents are gonna be like, Timmy, where did you get that candy? Be like, from a pedophile? Oh, thank God. I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was the KKK. Oh my God. Oh, and you know, I think the KKK underestimates how smart kids are these days. Like, if anything, the kids are gonna end up tricking the KKK. And you'll be like, thanks for the candy, mister. Now I hate Mexicans and blacks. Can I get more? Can I get more? And as soon as he turns away, he's like, what a moron. Doesn't he know that the most effective racism is about dominating power structures, not running around in a bed sheet? What a dumbass. <laughs> Moving on. While America is at Home Depot shopping for the border wall, it might want to pick up a spare. Illegal immigration from Canada is soaring. Last year, Border Patrol agents along the northern border caught 3,027 people who were in the country illegally. Nearly half, 1,489, were from Mexico. Mexican citizens don't need a visa to enter Canada. And one-way flights to Toronto and Montreal only cost about $300. Yeah, you heard that right. Mexicans are coming in through the northern border now. (laughs) Yo, poor Trump, man. I feel like, I feel like he's gonna be done with the wall. He's gonna lay the last brick on the wall with his bare hands, and he's gonna be like, finally, my beautiful wall is complete. And then he turns around, there's a bunch of Mexicans like, good job, Mr. President. (laughs) No! And also, also, this is incredibly insulting to Canadians. Mexicans make it all the way to Canada, and they still decide to keep going to the US. (laughs) Like, Canadians must be like, hey, but we have free healthcare, low crime. Why would you go to America? And they're like, yo, if I'm being honest, man, I just wanna be in a country where people speak my language, man. (laughs) In other news, if you're waiting for President Trump to get impeached, this might have to hold you over. The West Hollywood City Council is working on a plan to remove President Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The star is still boarded up after a man took a pickaxe to it last month. It's been a magnet for protests, and each time it's damaged, the city pays to repair it. Okay, okay, first of all, who's walking around LA with a pickaxe? (laughs) And look, don't get me wrong, I get the whole resistance thing, but if you really want to disrespect Trump, isn't a sidewalk in Los Angeles already the most disgusting place for his star? (laughs) Why remove it? People are walking on it, they're throwing trash, they're peeing, they're pooping, and you know they are. Like, don't tell me you walk down Hollywood Boulevard and you feel confident that every shit you see came from a dog. You know, (laughs) you know, one out of three. 
Like, I feel like, if anything, a sidewalk star should be a punishment, not a reward. You know, it's just, it's just for people like Trump and Cosby and Weinstein, all of them. And the only change is that what we should do is when they put their hands into the concrete, we just leave them there. Just leave them there. It's like, yeah, try grabbing a pussy now, pervert. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our top story. Today is day six of the Paul Manafort trial. Now, remember, Paul Manafort is Donald Trump's former campaign manager and evil husband in a Lifetime movie. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks to the Mueller investigation, he is now on trial for tax crimes and money laundering, and things aren't going well for him. Because this week, prosecutors brought Rick Gates to the witness stand. And Gates has been Paul Manafort's right-hand man for years. And on top of that, he worked as the deputy campaign manager for Donald Trump. So he knows where the bodies are buried. And yesterday, he dug them up. Robert Mueller's star witness, Rick Gates, taking the stand against former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. Rick Gates becoming the first Trump campaign official to confess his crimes on the witness stand. Asked by the prosecution, were you involved in any criminal activity with Mr. Manafort? His reply, yes. Asked, did you commit any crimes with Mr. Manafort? Gates again responding, yes. Well, that was easy. <laughs> they were like, uh, did you guys do the crimes? And he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was hoping for a bit more courtroom drama, you know? <laughs> like, I thought, like, they'd tell him to confess and he'd deny it, and then they'd be like, well, we've got a surprise witness, your twin brother! Oh! <laughs> or, like, Tom Cruise would have shown up and be like, you can't handle the truth! <laughs> and we'd be like, wow, Tom Cruise does his own stunts! <laughs> but the proceedings weren't that exciting. Although, for Manafort, it must have been really wild, because every moment that Gates was on the stand, things just got worse and worse. Another stunning confession, Gates admitting he also stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from Manafort while working for him. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm sorry, for me, this is hilarious. Like, he's confessing to stealing from the same guy that he was committing crimes with. <laughs> like, Manafort must have been so mad, but also at the same time so proud, you know? Yeah, because on the one hand, Gates stole money from him, but on the other hand, he clearly learned everything that Manafort taught him. <laughs> It's like if at the end of Karate Kid, Daniel san kicked the shit out of Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> He's like, wax these nuts, old man! <laughs> so, like, every day in this trial, there has been another explosive revelation. Just today, Gates confessed that he also may have stolen from Trump's inauguration committee. Yeah, and not just the money, I think he took some of the people, too. <laughs> How else would you explain that? So much crazy shit has been going on in this trial that people didn't even notice that there's been a giant butt in the courtroom this entire time. Why isn't anyone talking about the giant butt? What is it doing in there? Is it twerking against the witness stand? Is it connected to Russia somehow? We need answers! All right, sorry. Let's get back to Gates' testimony. So, with Gates. All right, one more thing, though. How come I can see through the butt? Like, is it a ghost butt? How do you get rid of a ghost butt? Are they ghost butt busters, huh? <laughs> or, or is it pronounced ghost buttsters? <laughs> I see butt people. <laughs> Sorry, where was I? Now, uh, <laughs> what's interesting about this trial is that it's not the Russia investigation. Don't forget that. This is not the Russia investigation, but it came from the Russia investigation. And Robert Mueller is hoping that it'll lead back to the Russia investigation.
Now, special counsel Robert Mueller had been hoping that Manafort would flip and offer to share anything he knew about alleged Russian involvement in the Trump campaign, but so far he has not been willing to cooperate. The main purpose of this trial from the overarching Man uh, Mueller investigation is to get Paul Manafort to flip. Man, Robert Mueller is cold-blooded. He doesn't even care about you. He's just catching the small fish as a way to get to Trump. You know, this, old, this whole thing reminds me of a song my mother used to sing to me as a kid about the Russia investigation. <laughs> The song used to go, they go, the Gates bones connected to the Manafort bone, and the Manafort bones connected to the Russia bone, and the Russia bones connected to the Trump bone, and Trump was bony, stoning Daniels, and that's my song. <laughs> we had weird songs growing up. <laughs> so as it stands, Muller seems to have a tight case. Manafort's partner in crime has turned on him, and there is a butt in the courtroom. <laughs> or maybe balls. It doesn't matter, though. The point is, why isn't Manafort snitching on Trump? Well, because it turns out Manafort has a planafort. Sources tell CBS News Manafort expects a presidential pardon if he is found guilty. Ah, yes, the presidential pardon. We forget, Trump hands out pardons like a Klan member handing out candy. <laughs> He's pardoned Sheriff Arpaio, Dinesh D'Souza, and just last week, he let Thanos off the hook. <laughs> he was like, he disintegrated people on both sides, folks. Both sides! Fair guy. So now, the big question is, would Donald Trump rarely pardon a convicted criminal just to save his own ass? And is it the same ass from the courtroom? <laughs> the answer to at least one of those questions is yes. We'll be right back. Tonight is a former Daily Show correspondent and actor who can be seen in the new film Dog Days and the HBO series Ballers. Please welcome Rob Corddry. to the show. Very nice. Good Thank to have you here. You. Yeah, it's good to be here. I see you got your Obama tan suit on. I got my Obama... <laughs> you had to explain that to me backstage. I didn't know he had the gall to wear a tan suit. Yeah, I was like, yo, I, I saw Rob backstage and I was like, oh, you got the tan suit. And he's like, the tan suit? I was what like, yeah, the Obama tan suit. And he's like, what was that? I was, I was like, like, the biggest scandal of all time. I was like, Trevor, I'm wearing a fantastic summer suit. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Obama made but, this um, mistake once. That's not presidential. And that's how we got Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Congratulations on everything you're doing. Uh, let's chat first about Ballers coming back season four. Yeah. Really popular show. Thank you. Yeah. I won't lie. When I watched the first season of Ballers, I was like, oh, like, how much sports are they going to do? How deep are they going to go? But now the show has really become about your relationship. It's with, about me, is yeah, what you're saying. With, it's, yeah, it's your relationship <laughs> with, with Dwayne Johnson's yeah. uh, character. And it's like, it's a really... It's like it's two guys really just struggling in the most glamorous world ever. Because I've never seen two more rich, broke people in a show ever. <laughs> like, every episode, it's like, debt, debt. How do we pay the debt? How are we paying the money? We've got I, more debt. So funny you mention that, because every time I have a line like that, I'm always like... Wait, my character must make a good 
salary. Like, <laughs> am I really that bad off? Yeah, like, I look, like you jump out of a Ferrari and you'll be like, <laughs> man, we have to pay back the loan. We're not doing well. I have a Ferrari and a Land Rover. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing okay. No, right? no, you're in massive debt, Rob. Uh, compared to like the football players, I guess. Who I are also know. in massive debt in some but of the They're all in massive debt. That's what I like about Ballers. I feel like it's a very realistic show. It's like, this is the glamour of America. It's a and very realistic get. show. Rep That's right. Uh, what have you loved most about seeing the character grow in the show and the show as it's evolved? Because now you move from Miami to LA, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the best part, right? Because right. it's, it's such a fun show to work on. The only, and with all apologies, all due respect to our friends in Miami, um, it was, that was the only, it was hard to shoot there, you know? Because I live in LA, my family is in LA, I am 47, so if you're not 20 or 85, <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot going on for you in Miami. <laughs> so what I would literally do, this is not a lie, I would leave work and I would go back to the place I was renting and do jigsaw puzzles in my underwear. <laughs> and if, if it couldn't get worse, drink white wine. <laughs> a sensible white wine. <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, we did my, then we were uh, in LA for season three. Right. Like, and then... Now, but we, we, we pretended it was Miami. Yes. Like a lot of green screens. Yes, yes, yes. Now we just dropped all pretense. You were just we're like, like we're just going to Miami now. <laughs> Who cares? Do you feel like you could be a sports agent with all the sports agency stuff you talked about? Why, are you looking for a representation? Or? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I, like, I'm... Well, yeah, I mean, you're pretty Pretty athletic, badass at badminton. Right? badminton. I'm you're, really good. Yeah? You play, you play mitten? I was. I was oh. really, really good. Um, yeah, we might be looking for a yeah. couple guys. I rock the shuttle Fill our hard. stable. Yeah. I was really good. I was just like, I'm, and then no. the sport just, like, disappeared from my life. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You should you just get back. There's... Places you can play. It's hard to find pickup games, though. Like, yeah, you don't Trevor find people like, showing up in your like, pickup badminton <laughs> game. Like... <laughs> The dude from the show. Uh, <laughs> he brought his own racket. That's how I roll. Um, Custom-made rap racket to the badminton game. Let's talk about the movie. Uh, you have a new movie coming out. Dog Days. Yes. Yes. Which is a really great movie because it speaks to my experience of what I've learned in America, and that is oh, it is easier to meet people if you meet them through their dogs. Yeah, yeah. That's really what this movie's about. I guess you're right, right? I mean, like, I actually never thought about it that way, but in college, everybody was like, dude, you either need, a, you need to play guitar, have a hacky sack, or have a dog. Right. Or you're not gonna meet ladies. Right. Um, and I had none of those things. Right, I'm um, glad you didn't have the hacky sack or the... Oh! The, yeah, that... No, 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 no. No, I had n nothing, I had nothing. Uh, do, you, do, you have a, do you have a dog now? No, no, Mike, <laughs> I don't. You know, only because I have children, uh, which are like dogs that can talk, <laughs> you know, dogs that can reason with you. Uh, it's just so much work. And also like my, my, my youngest daughter's allergic to everything. Right. And, uh, so it's an, it's a good excuse not to get one. I'd take one though, if you were giving me one right now as a surprise. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. Oh my gosh. You pull a out a Why huge great dog under my desk. You guys are waiting for a dog? I'm gonna put a dog out under my desk? What do you think this is? No one's ever done that. 
What do you think this is? No one's ever done that. Yeah, but but it's it's a really cool. It's a rom com about people meeting each other, like using their dogs. Yeah. And I, like I I lived in L. A. for a little bit, and that's what I found. Even in New York, don't talk to people. Totally. You talk to the dogs. You talk meet someone the in the street. You go like, hey little guy. What's your and dog pers- voice? That's what I do. I go like, hey, hey little guy. You always go hey, high pitch. You always yeah. go high pitch. Like I, I do remember this one in my building. Oh, that's cute. I do this dog. I like that. Voice. Uh, that's a that's a nice yeah, dog voice. Not a bad dog. Mine is non-threatening up voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine is a real. I, hey, little guy. We're both betas. Yeah, so. I go I go with that. <laughs> I go with that voice. Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I, I had a conversation good. once you? with my neighbor, and she wouldn't like my neighbor in my building would not speak to me every time in the elevator. And then one day I just cracked and I looked at the dog. And then I was just like, what are you guys doing today? I think I was just defeated. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, we're going for a walk. <laughs> and then and when you, I watched the movie. You the code. Yeah, when I watched the movie, I was like, this is basically it. it. Yeah. This is, so you need, to get, you need to get a dog. No, now. I don't. I don't want to talk to more people. I got enough people in my life. I, I want to shrink my world, not get it bigger. Who, who ne- I'm not taking applications. <laughs> well, in that case, get a hacky sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull a muscle. Dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Always a pleasure, man. Tom James will be in theaters August 8th. And season four of Ballers premieres August 12th and HBO. Rob Cogner, everybody! The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.